Welcome to the We Serve podcast of Government Policy Real Estate and You. I'm Liz Rekia, Government Affairs Director for the West Valley, Pinal, and Douglas chapters of the We Serve Association of Realtors. And today, we have part one of a special podcast interview with Cheryl Covert and Aaron White from the City of Avondale Economic Development Department. For those of you who aren't sure where Avondale is, it's located in the southwest portion of Maricopa County's Metro Phoenix area. It borders 99th Avenue on the north side of I-10, 107th Avenue on the south side of I-10, and winds between Litchfield Road and Dysart Roads on the east side. The northern border is Indian School Road, and the southern border extends through the Estrella Mountains to about 25 miles north of Mobile, Arizona. Avondale and the surrounding West Valley cities are fast growing with a mix of opportunities for large, medium, and small businesses. With all those new jobs comes a demand for housing from inexpensive to luxury with both rental and ownership opportunities. Join us as Cheryl and Aaron tell us about the city of Avondale, its opportunities, and housing. Let's start out with what each of you do for the city of Avondale and how did you get into local economic development? Terrific. Uh, yeah, so in the economic uh, development department, our job is is business retention, expansion, and attraction. So we are, I like to say, the, the tip of the, of the spear mm-hmm. for getting new businesses to, to Avondale and bringing our people home to work. And so that's what, uh, that's what we do mm-hmm. day in and day out. And uh, yeah, I got into local economic development uh, 10 years ago when I started working with the, the Utah Governor's Office of Economic Development, and I just fell in love with that, and, but wanted to be at a more local level, really see the impact of what I was doing every day and how it has an impact on, on residents and, and local businesses, and it's very fulfilling. Great. Cheryl? Yeah, Cheryl Covert, the Assistant Director for the Economic Development Department here in Avondale. About 13, 14 years ago now, I started in local economic development in the city of Buckeye. In 2005, 2006, the growth was exploding in the West Valley. I resided in Buckeye. At the time, I was working at State Farm Insurance for Yvonne Kanak and helped her with her campaign in getting elected for the city of Glendale as a councilwoman. And just really fell in love with looking at her book, her council book and agenda and the items that she was working on that really had a direct impact to the community in which she was representing and helping to build. And so that kind of started my intrigue of getting more involved in the local community. And so I applied for a job in Buckeye and was selected for the Economic Development Department and fell in love with it ever since then. Obviously, we went through our struggles and the downturn of the economy, but I think that also taught us a lot. And it taught us how to be fiscally responsible and to really realize that the that the work that we do here is for the long term and to ensure that there's a net that catches us the next time we have some kind of a little dip in the economy. And so I think that really created a round, a well-rounded um, opportunity for me as a as an employee, as a professional in the field, and as a servant to the community in which I in which I represent. So. Um, In Avondale, Erin spoke so eloquently about it. Um, My tagline is bringing people home to work. And I I love that because oftentimes we think about we're trying to bring new business here, but we forget about what the purpose of that really is. And it is to increase the quality of life for those families that live in Avondale and to be able to provide employment opportunities in their own backyard. 
and then also amenities, which we'll get into a little bit later, but all that well-rounded economy and what that looks like for our city. And for us in our business, that's really important. When we sell a house to somebody, they would rather stay close to home for their work Precisely. than commuting across the valley into East Valley or Southeast Valley. So that is, and I will tell you from my members' perspective, that is an appreciated viewpoint that they can now go out and say, yes, there is a job for you or there's a job coming soon for you right here near your house. So they, they really appreciate that. And Liz, if I, if I may tap onto that really quickly. So another thing that we are working on on a regional level with Westmark Mm -hmm. is this workforce development implementation strategy. And that is really identifying as you anecdotally see the vehicles and and many of your real estate agents out there are probably in some of that traffic at times or their, or their clients. Um, We see the, we see the brake lights. We know the, the sun, the sun in our windshield, but being able to identify what kind of skill sets each of those cars have and those employees have um, and identify that to be able to bring those employment centers to the West Valley is a huge, huge initiative for all of the economic development groups out here. Mm-hmm. And um, I just wanted to, to let your, your listeners and viewers know that, that we are well aware of that and working towards um, that opportunity. Yeah, and we just participated and we still are with Maricopa Association of Governments, MAGS, Luke Air Force Base Growth Initiative, yeah. and certainly that is a key part of it. And Westmark is involved in making sure that that data gets to them. We provided some ancillary data that we had access to, but you're right that knowing who is in that car, so that we know what jobs need to be here, and then extrapolate also some of the educational opportunities that people are taking advantage, so we know what the next jobs are that people are looking for, and what the the companies who are coming here what they're going to need in a few years. That's all very important exactly. and, and critical data. So thank you for doing that. It's great. Yeah, and it came to mind, it's important that the people who are in those cars are champions of the mm-hmm. West Valley and that they're telling the story of what great opportunities there are for their companies to locate yes. right here. Yes, very helpful to us as a whole and making their employers realize I come from a place where there's actually a place for you to put an office I can work in. <laughs> right. <You got> it. <laughs> so. So let's talk about the city of Avondale overall. Give us a great overview. Its boundaries, um, its population, this type of city amenities that it has for people who don't know. Its business climate for large, small, and medium. Just an overview. Terrific. So we like to say the city of Avondale is just a 15-minute drive west of downtown Phoenix Mm -hmm. on I-10. So it's very conveniently located uh, close to, to Sky Harbor Airport and all, all of the amenities that the Phoenix Metro Valley uh, offers. Population, uh, we're, we're just over 85,000 and growing. We're adding lots of new, new houses to the area. Mm-hmm. We're excited to welcome those people to the city of Avondale. And when it comes to amenities, we see a, a real growth in our retail and entertainment Seen along, excuse me, along McDowell Road near 99th Avenue, we are along that corridor. Corridor 200,000 square feet of retail space has been added in the last five years, and got great anchors with uh, with Harkins and Main Event, and now these awesome name recognizable restaurants that are first steps into the West Valley. So we're so excited to have those, and the city is matching those investments, uh, the private investments, with new quality of life amenities. We just we just opened Festival Fields Park, mm-hmm. 
on Lower Buckeye Road, about a $17, $18 million investment there with a fishing pond, great play equipment, new play fields, and just other terrific amenities for a family to, uh, to make Avondale home for them. And as we look at the boundaries, basically we're from Indian School Road on the north-south between 99th Avenue and Dysart Road. And it, it kind of swings a little bit uh, to 107th Avenue and Litchfield Road as we go a little further south. But Avondale, the, the other thing we like to say is that we're a young city. Our, our median age is 30 years old wow. with, uh, with affordable homes. So we have lots of young families. We're a diverse community. And it's really a great place for people to raise their families and enjoy, enjoy life day in and day out. I just want to point out for our podcast audience that Festival Fields is the park that Mayor Weiss mentioned when he was at Coffee with the Mayor in October last year, so 2018. And that's the one with the pump track that everyone's so excited about. So lots of great improvements and amenities, and that's a place where that, that Festival Fields is going to be used all the time, I'm sure. It's going to be amazing. So the city has, so along with that development, the city has designated areas of development for development purposes. So tell us a little bit about, and we'll just go through one at a time, a list of a few, basically to get a flavor of how broad this is. And then if you want to add in information, not just about that development area as, as maybe its plan is, but then also what you see happening as a result of that in the surrounding areas, that would be terrific too. Yeah. So let's start with Coldwater Depot. So where is that located and what are you, what are you looking for there? If I, if I may really quickly. So some of these areas, um, as we talk about the overview of the city, the city is really well planned. We have what we consider economic engines within the city. We have the health tech corridor, the boulevard, which is the newest economic engine, the industrial corridor, which Aaron's going to talk about in a minute with cold water, and then as well as historic Avondale. And so I just kind of wanted to lay that foundation as we go over some of these new development opportunities. Great. Thank you, Cheryl. So Coldwater Depot is located basically at Fairway Drive in Van Buren. Uh, there's a new freeway interchange that's being built. You'll drive by and see it. And that will be opening probably towards the end of Q2 uh, 2020. And what we're seeing there is Coldwater Depot is a million square foot building uh, compl- complemented with another 600,000 square feet of, of industrial space to, to its east. Most of that space has actually filled up. We've seen the cold water, excuse me, Avondale Commerce Center mm-hmm. that is located right at Fairway and I-10 went from 65% occupied to 95% occupied in the last year wow. and a half. So great transition and great employment growth in that area. And now what we're seeing is all along the Van Buren corridor between 99th and Dysart Road. Avondale right now has 2 million square feet of spec industrial space that is planned or being built. And the first of those developments has already tilted walls and will be, uh, will be taking new tenants very shortly. So we're, we're real excited to see that, that 2 million square feet of space come online and provide some really good manufacturing opportunities for new businesses to locate in Avondale. So one of the things I'd like to, to add to that area is it's not necessarily just huge things like King Coil and the Vitamin Shop that are there that are massive buildings, 
but also tucked away, particularly off of Fairway Drive at I-10, are some very small, small startup type of things. So you have the meadery, and to the best of my knowledge, Avondale has the only meadery in the in, in the Maricopa West County. County. So I was, yeah, I, I was gonna I was gonna mention that, yeah. Liz, and I'm glad you brought that up. The diversification that's taken place in the industrial yeah. spaces or these light flecked light industrial yeah. spaces has been has been kind of a new phenomenon over the last couple of years. And so to your point, we've had some more of what you would consider more of like a retail establishment mm-hmm. locate in there, but they are manufacturing beer right. or wine. So meadery, for those of you that are not aware on the podcast here, is wine made with honey rather than grapes. We encourage you to come and enjoy a sip at uh, Scale and Feather, which is the name of our local meadery here in Avondale. And just next door to them is 8-Bit Brewery, which Ryan has created Avi Ales and all kinds of fun mm-hmm. um, names on his on his beer as well. And then also we have uh, manufacturing with, you know, some of our delectable chocolates um, with May Fine Foods and Rich Elwell out there is just doing an incredible job. Uh, Just got the Cisco contract. So really incredible growth has been taking place. Um, But these are namesake opportunities that have located into these light industrial spaces. And I think really transforming that space and what it's been used for in the past and creating some new opportunities for, for, for locations that weren't previously ever really thought about. Right. Really interesting. And and this area was was recently recognized by Westmark as an economic engine for for the West Valley. It was a finalist nice. for, for their award at their uh, recent recent award ceremony. The and best of the West. Best yep, of yes. the West, thank you. And we look forward to continuing those homegrown businesses as well as the big names. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, to, to call Avondale home. Great. So let's go to historic Avondale. So Historic Avondale is such a cool, cool place. And, and I want to share a, a story uh, that, that recently highlights what a great opportunity there is on Western Avenue, uh, west of Dysart. There's a, a gentleman who, who came up through the ranks of, of different restaurants, and he, he branched out and said, I need to open, I want to open my own restaurant. He lives in Peoria. And he, he saw a building that was available on, on Western Avenue and opened up the pasta factory. And it has just taken off. We were there uh, a week and a half ago on a Tuesday night. Every table was full. Mm-hmm. And they're just, uh, it's a great family, family-run mm-hmm. business that the, the father is, is creating just amazing food. And his children are running an, an amazing social media campaign to get the word out. And you know, that's, that's one of the stories mm-hmm. that's happening there in Western Avenue. The other one is Laura's Burgers, mm-hmm. which uh, another incredible story. Laura is, uh, it just comes from, from an Avondale family and had never opened a restaurant on her own. And she said, I want to open a restaurant. And so... She started creating burgers and just puts her whole soul and energy into those burgers. And it has now gained national attention, yeah. you know, top, top 15 hamburgers in the nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the line wraps around her building now. And you know, that's, those are the stories that make Avondale so unique. And, and I would even Valley. add Aroma Mocha with Jerome. Absolutely. Um, you know, coming out and and using the Four Brothers beans that are that are manufactured in Avondale over in that in that light industrial space we had just mentioned earlier. 
but bringing their coffee shop concept to Historic Avondale. So I think Historic Avondale is actually being coined as the the place that these businesses can find a name and find success. And so that's exciting for us to be that springboard for them here in Avondale. Yeah, little eateries that are unique, right? Yeah. That are very, very local. You can't get more local than being here from Avondale originally. And for those of you who have not walked historic Avondale for a while, you really need to come down, park your car, and go walk. It's a charming area. It's got the big public library there Absolutely. for those who aren't familiar with that. So you have lots of space. And it's a very bright library. It's not a dark library. It's a very bright and light right. library. So great space for that. And then little sitting benches all along Avondale Boulevard. So you can get a cup of coffee and hang out and just chat. So I think people need to, to go down there and see it. Lots of trees. Lots, it's, it's a lovely little area that's so different. If you have not been there in like five years, you have no idea what it is now. Right. It's just a charming little area. That's right. And, and the city is taking a lot of proactive steps to continue that investment uh, and you'll see you'll see a, a big push coming in 2020 to uh, to brand and market this area. So so keep your eyes open. Terrific. Yeah. That sounds good. Okay, how about the Boulevard? Okay. Your newest. <laughs> yes, yes. This is the exciting one. Um, so I am running point on the Boulevard in our department, and um, the Boulevard is basically our newest pedestrian-oriented, walkable, livable new development. The city owns about 23 acres within this property. It's uh, for those of you who aren't aware of where this is, it's just south of I-10 on Avondale Boulevard, north of Van Buren. Actually, it runs a little south of Van Buren as well, but basically in that area. And we, the city, a, a few years ago, maybe about eight or nine years ago now, built an 87,000 square foot indoor sports center there with two indoor soccer fields, basketball, volleyball. And then we have some retail liner out front of it. And really building upon the infrastructure that the city invested in this area, the council in the last few months here renamed it and coined it the Boulevard. Development standards were loosened in this area to allow for today's development. And we had stakeholder meetings that really provided us great market insight as far as what would be successful here. It, we're going to, we're bringing, we already have um, a new apartment uh, group that is working on the west side of Avondale Boulevard on in this area that's looking to bring some more urban, um, higher density and intensity style units. Um, we know that that is very much desired still in this in this area. Um, but additionally, that'll bring those bodies uh, mm-hmm. that will then drive the retail. Um, we're also looking at employment opportunities within this area because we need that daytime population to serve those other amenities. Um, we cannot disclose who we're currently working with right now, as we all know the secrets. Um, but hopefully in the coming months, you'll hear about some of these um, newest amenities. But we're looking at entertainment, restaurants, gathering spaces, um, entertainment for the whole family from mm-hmm. the young toddlers all the way up to the aging population. Um, and so it's really going to be a more unique environment. Uh, I think in the West Valley, we see far too much of, you know, your typical big box retail with a sea of parking. And we're really getting strategic over here saying, how can we cross utilize shared parking? Um, look at the peak times of restaurants to accommodate that mm-hmm. and getting really creative. Um, in Avondale, we're really unique in the sense that our economic development and our development and engineering services do everything in tandem. Great. So what's uh, great about that is that creativity isn't just kept in the economic development department. Mm-hmm. It's really spread throughout the entire city from fire to public safety to um, all of the different um you know, all the different disciplines within the city to ensure that we have a well-rounded development there. Right. 
That's terrific. So hopefully in the coming months, we'll have some additional news that we can share with you all. But please stay tuned for the Boulevard. And as you drive down Avondale, you'll see the signage and, and you'll hear about the news in the, in the coming months. So when I go on your website, I see renderings of what the Boulevard was proposed to be. Is it still that same style where it's a mixed-use type of environment where you have residential upstairs and you have commercial downstairs with little sort of downtownish type of walking areas, or has yeah. that changed? It's changed a little bit. Um, you know, we had to bring the capital market into the conversation, mm -hmm. and so really identifying what pencils in a project. And in this area, with the availability of land and all of that, we don't really see that being something that's that's really possible at this time. So the way that we're looking at development today is that it'll be phased in. So maybe the first phase is bringing in the retail and, and the housing as a little bit of a separate play with mm -hmm. each other. And then as time goes on for the redevelopment, building apartment styles above and okay. lofts above those type of retail establishments would work. Excavating parking under current parking, you know, surface right. parking. Um, and so just looking at that in a phased approach, because we don't want to miss the development opportunities of today while we wait for the future. Right. We want to have availability of development today and into the future. So we really look at that holistic picture. Nice. Okay. And then let's go to one that my members have been asking about on and off for years, and, and Mayor Weiss has had to talk about it on both of his, his visits to us, and that's Lakin Ranch, which a few years back before the crash, everybody was very excited about, and then with the crash, everything just stopped. stopped. <laughs> and now it has come back. So talk a little bit about what that is and changes that might have happened in the last 10 years to what that plan might be. There's any changes. Yeah, so Lake and Ranch um, is now known as Alamar. So Alamar is the newest name. Brookfield is coming in. Brookfield Residential um, is the developer of this overall project. Brookfield, as you probably are well aware, also built Eastmark in the East Valley. Okay. And so what you see in Eastmark is going to be very similar to what you see at Alamar. Mm -hmm. um, there's going to be, um, you know, the first phase, there's about 3,500 homes overall of the over 1,200 acres that's planned there. Um, there's the first phase is about 461 home sites and the developers that have been identified thus far for those home builders are Shea Homes and Land C. So what's really exciting about this is we're getting a diversified population or a diversified um, builder group that's mm -hmm. coming in. Um, this area is going to have a very six distinct neighborhoods. There's going to be, um, you know, a major community park that's also in partnership with the city, mm -hmm. a local school. Um, but it's going to it's going to be very thematic throughout. Mm -hmm. um, and you're going to see the connectivity within the neighborhoods mm -hmm. that I think will be very attractive and something that really hasn't been built to this extent and this size in the West Valley. Verado is probably a Newland communities with Estrella mm -hmm. Mountain is probably a good um you know, subject matter that would be similar to this. But if you look at Eastmark, that's really what this will become. So give us the basic boundaries, because I don't think people realize how okay. huge this is. Yeah, so Avondale Boulevard um, and Lower Buckeye, essentially. Little Broadway. Yeah, and Broadway. And then over to almost basically, well, past El Mirage. So Dysart, yeah. essentially. Yeah, that's huge it's area. It's huge, yeah, 1,200 acres. Yeah. Um, and so this is, I think a lot of folks don't realize that, you know, uh, in the horizon, we have many, many new options of housing coming on, on board. Also, it's probably prudent to mention at this point, the SR30 that eventually is planned down in this area. So really connecting the North with the South, um, and this, and, and Alamar being a large part of that and having real connectivity activity happening as it's being developed. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, absolutely. So at one point, uh, Lake and well, now Alamar had as part of its development plan that sort of working ranch destination for people to come and visit and see. Is that part of this still, or is that now out of the plan? Yeah, no, it's changed a little bit since then. Okay. Um, it, it still might have elements of that brought in okay. as as development occurs there, but it's not it's not currently talked about in the first phase. Okay. Yeah. Great. All right, let's look at the healthcare corridor. Yeah, so when I started in Avondale about eight years ago now, I started, I developed the health tech corridor in Avondale, which is basically along McDowell Road from 99th Avenue to Dysart. And the corridor already had those foundational elements in it with PCH, Phoenix Children's Hospital, building the gold standard of pediatric care here in Avondale. But really looking at what other foundational elements were we missing? We are a unique city. I call us a tweener city. We're between Banner, um, Banner Estrella Hospital and Abrazo West campus. And so we knew we weren't going to get a new hospital anytime soon. But what kind of services were missing that the hospitals couldn't provide that we could bring into this corridor? And so behavioral health was an area that my CEOs of those hospitals were repeatedly coming to me with of they're frequent, maybe frequent travelers into the into the emergency departments, and we need real facilities that can start to address this this ongoing problem that we have here and, and stop ignoring it. And so Copper Springs Hospital was located a couple of years ago, opened its doors, has basically been at 100% capacity. But the real winning ticket behind that is not just the services they provide, but also the jobs. Um, they have 178 high wage, 80,000 plus paying jobs per year. And when I did visit with a lot of those employees after saying, you know, what was your, what was the most exciting thing about this new position? And they said, thank you for bringing me home to work, which started our tagline. Um, It was an anecdotal conversation that just really gave me chills and made me realize what we do is so critically important. Um, Not only the services that we bring, because, you know, we are so close to Luke. And so we do have a lot of um, behavioral health issues that need to be addressed. And and so providing those services is critical, but also the jobs. Um, And then leading us into our next big development that just tilted walls a couple of weeks ago, Liz, I think if you're ever driving down I-10 recently, you'll see the new gigantic walls that went up for ACOS uh, Medical Center. And that's the first building is 68,000 square foot. The second one is just on the heels of the the finished product of the first. Um, They're going to have telemedicine located there. That's the ACOS naming of it. Also, um, specialty surgery center, imaging, 24-hour urgent care, um, and then some of your cardiology and specialty doctors. Again, just providing that um, amenity to the residents that this area has been so underserved with for so long. Um, And then the second building will be to follow suit on that. Um, Additionally, we met with the Phoenix Children's Hospital um, executives and and their strategist team, and they are also looking at expansion opportunities here in Avondale. So healthcare has continued to be the foundation of any kind of community that healthcare is local, but it's also been a bit retailized. And so understanding what amenities need to be recognized, and Aaron mentioned um, some of our plethora of new restaurants. Phoenix Business Journal recently noted in Avondale that we are the retail hotbed on McDowell Road. Um, Barrio Queen, I think uh, Linda and... um, and Steve Rosenfeld uh, just announced on, on Phoenix Business Journal as well that their newest locations in Avondale. And we are proud to announce that it is in Avondale and McDowell Road, um, about 103rd in McDowell, okay. coming soon. Also, we have Mountainside Fitness, which is a higher level you know, fitness facility mm-hmm. that'll bring additional additional people to that area. But again, these amenities are not just essential for the residents that we have and serve in the area, but also the employment mm-hmm. opportunities that we have that feed that. 
And the ACOS employment and the and the behavioral health Copper Springs will also be a feeder for the daytime population in the boulevard. So again, looking at the holistic picture of what employment is feeding the daytime population to encourage a well-rounded community. Terrific. Wow, that's exciting. And I will add, if you were at our economic development forum in September 2018, you saw Cheryl talking yes. about the healthcare corridor here in Avondale, but also throughout the West Valley, because you have been a great leader in that and just bringing those services and those jobs back to the West Valley, not just to Avondale, but you were a catalyst for bringing it here. So uh, one you. of my favorite stories is when you looked around and realized that your nursing population was going east, but you had now <laughs> jobs here. And so you just moved the, the job expo east to tell them, hey, you can come back home again. Yep. That was terrific. And you do things like that that most people don't think about, but it's, it had to have been a great eye-opener to that population of workers, and it helped us get folks back over yeah. here and let them stay home and Yeah, serve. sometimes you have to go out of your bubble to, yeah. to reach a different audience, and um, I'm sure a lot, of your, a lot of your viewers will agree with that, you know, mm -hmm. that oftentimes we have to leave to, to bring them back home. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was terrific. Okay, let's talk about Verde Trails. So Verde Trails is kind of a complement to the Alamar planned community, mm -hmm. uh, also at Broadway and Avondale Boulevard, but uh, east of Avondale Boulevard. And right now it's Verde Trails 1, mm -hmm. but there's also Verde Trails 2, uh, which will be part of the entire master plan community, looking at about a 1,000 homes mm -hmm. there. And what makes this community so neat is that Similar to, to Alamar, they're creating just a great place to live right. with trails, themed parks, uh, you know, and, and things like that that just make it such a cool place right. to, uh, to live. And they're going through the planning process right now and planning on breaking ground in, in 2020. Terrific. So yeah. should be uh, should be on everyone's radar very soon. Yeah, and it's another very large... <laughs> So do you have do you have the boundaries for that? Because once again, a I don't think a lot of people know it's there, yep. and b I yeah. don't think they realize how large that is. So, so territory wise, what we're looking at. Yeah. So this one is 310 acres, mm -hmm. uh, south south of Broadway, east of Avondale Boulevard, north of Southern. So basically, Terrific. that entire entire square. Yeah. Is, uh, there. Okay. So those are some highlighted areas. There's a lot more going on as yes. far as development and that type of thing, but at least it gives you a flavor of what this throughout the city, how things are developing. I'm Liz Recchia. Thanks for joining me and my guests, Cheryl Covert and Aaron White from Avondale's Economic Development Department. Part two of this interview will air next week. Join us as we continue the discussion of Avondale in the future. You can access the links to important information in this podcast in the show notes. We serve GAD, advocating for private property rights, the right to private contract, and your business. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.